I'd like to welcome everybody to a special episode of B Diddy Radio with your man B Diddy, aka the Teal Torpedo, aka the Badass Yellow Boy, aka John Wesley Dabs, aka your baby mama's favorite DJ, aka Mr. Saturday Night, aka Free Smoke the Bear, Run Up Get Done Up, aka the Badass Yellow Boy, aka aka Arizona Slim. AKA $2 billion Tony, AKA B Diddy Budgets, AKA B Diddy Billions, AKA Brandy Boondada, what's up with that cookie? AKA the badass yellow boy, gentleman general of the light skinned infantry, AKA Cashew Jones, AKA Diddy Tarantino, because I make movies, AKA Gigabyte Brandon, because I'm cool with the computers aka Colin keep a bit because I stay lit aka the Buckeye that gets bucks aka big game Brandon aka Hedro star aka big picture Brandon aka major Don West mr. lost in space aka I still got them three for tens and you are tuned in to BDD radio I have a special guest with me today I have a sing a singer songwriter actress. I she has been put in major work. Uh, she has a very interesting backstory. We're going to get into her backstory. We're going to get into what she got going on right now with her music, the the different events and what she's doing to network. And then with that networking, we're going to see what she plans to do with it. We got Santana in the building, Santana. Hey, how y'all doing? We doing great out here. Welcome to BDD Radio. How you doing today? I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. So Santana, so Santana, where are you from originally? I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Brooklyn, New York. Okay. Yes, I was born out there, but I was raised in Atlanta, Georgia. What? I was raised on the South Side. Raised on the South Side, born in Brooklyn. Clayco. What, <laughs> what was it like going from Clayco, from Brooklyn, one of the busiest boroughs and places in the world, to South Atlanta? Nah, it was, it was different because I didn't know what was going on at the time. You know, I was young, so I just was down for whatever. But I came out here, and, you know, I realized, like, people out here are more together. Like, everybody out here kind of friendly in a way. But I felt like growing up, I learned a lot by myself. When I was growing up, I grew up in the suburbs. I wasn't getting out the house. I was literally in school, at home. I was not in the streets, none of that. So I'm 22 years old, so I'm just now, you know, getting the little feel of things, you know, getting my little freedom. When's your birthday? May 26. Would you? Oh, it's coming up. Yeah, Gemini gang. Gemini gang. So, it, damn it, it's coming up. What you got planned for your birthday? Mm, I'm thinking about going to Cali, but I really, really want to have like a whole mansion party for real. Turn up. Just turn up. <laughs> what was you promoting when you was growing up in Clayco? 
was you promoting parties? Was you doing music back then as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I've been doing music since, I've been writing since I was like nine years old. I started taking it seriously when I was in like 12th grade or whatever. But for the most part, I was writing other people's shit. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> you can cuss on here. This is the, this is going oh, to go to the podcast. Oh, we grown over here. We grown. <laughs> yeah, this, the, the government, we, we cut out the uh, white folks middleman in here. You know what I mean? <laughs> we put it right out to the people. Nah, but I forgot what you asked me. I'm kind of high. <laughs> you said that you were putting on different shows and events. Yeah, back for sure. Like, day. it was always a party going on, like a house party going on. So that's where it started from there. I was always connecting people with whoever, getting the word out. That was my favorite thing to do, bring people together. But you, mm-hmm. It, it kind of got a little ratchet, so <laughs> I stayed away from that for a while. What's the craziest thing that happened at a house party that you had? Or that you attended, either or. Kids just reckless in general. Like you got fights, you got, <laughs> you got hoes. <laughs> busting it down. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting and busting it down, all that pent up youth aggression. But sure, I just remember the last time I went to like, like I'm, growing up, I would say. You got some wannabe gangsters out there, but you know, there was like a shootout for the most part. I remember we was at this house party, it was hot as fuck in there. Like everybody dreamt in sweat. And I'm talking about, next thing we know, somebody I guess got into a fight and, said, and just had some shots blown off. Everybody just started escaping at the time. You hear 12 popping up, you hear niggas just fighting in the streets. Like I don't know what the fuck was going on in the air that night, but it got crazy. But that's when I realized I had to get out of shit like that. I don't really like dealing with kids no more. Those was kids. <laughs> what were some steps, were some positive steps and things that you did to help get yourself out of that situation? I just stopped going. It's a part that I started focusing on my music more. I had to think about my priorities. Even as a kid, I was just like, I, I got to think about the fact that I'm the oldest sibling and my parents looking up to me right now. I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to make my parents proud of me at the end of the day. I want to make sure I can give everything that they gave to me. And then some. Coming up, who are some of the people that you looked up to? You said that people look up to you. Who are some people that you looked up to growing up, coming up? My family going to cuss me out. <laughs> but my uncle... My uncle, um, it has, he's an entrepreneur. Okay. And in a sense, like, we one and the same person. We both Gemini's and shit like that. So I really look into the business part of things and look into what he, you know, I follow his advice and stuff like that when he do want to help out. <laughs> did he Did he remind you of anybody famous? If you had to compare him to anybody famous, who, who would you say he reminds you of? Your uncle, paint the picture for the people out there. No idea who Santana's uncle is. <laughs> does he look like Eddie Murphy? Or does he look like James Earl Jones? <laughs> does he look like Sinbad? He look like Jay-Z? He's a Dallas Cowboys fan. He, he just be having hella the nuts hanging from the back of his truck. What in the hell? That's a person. That's a that's a that's a type of person. People when I said that there's somebody out there that was like, if I know somebody with nuts on the back of their truck. Who who, who you was take you? A picture of that. 
Oh, we man, I got it. We can Google it. You can hit me up at Heartland Hip Hop on Twitter. I'm gonna post a picture of the nuts on the back of the truck. Don't put nuts on the back of your truck if you ain't sitting on these twenties or better though. <laughs> My uncle reminds me of Dr. Dre. That's lit. Not in features or nothing like that. You don't look like that nigga, but yeah. Mentally and like business wise. Well, before, you know, he started wilding. <laughs> <laughs> before before he got Caught up in some shit. Yeah, stuff to we gonna um free all the guys. Ladies on the end that on that note, free all the guys. But what about celebrities? You have anybody famous, anybody in the arts that you looked up to that made music that you looked up to? Oh, you gonna put me on blast? This is your history. You can make it up. You can say anything. You know, there's safe answers. You can just say the safe answers and nobody's going to be mad at you. No, I grew up listening to Kendrick Lamar. And just his idea when it comes to certain things, just when he's trying to relay a message to people, that's what I want to do. When it comes to my music, I want it to touch people's souls. I want somebody to actually be like, damn, I felt that. (laughs) Facts. Facts. You, you gotta live some with people. But to gotta be. To. Yeah. I want to be real, like creative with the idea. I don't want to be, you know, regular. Not boring either. I got some things in store. <laughs> a female Kendrick. Who would have thought we have oh, a female fin- Kendrick, born in Brooklyn, raised in Clayco. I don't know about all that. <laughs> so, so your music right now. What was it like now? Right now. Yeah. I'm just scratching the surface. I got an EP coming out. I got like four songs to drop. It's a little love shit. It's going to be called For You My Love. And I should be seeing that. Y'all should be seeing that like May. Producers. Love something. something. (laughs) Producers. Producers that you you work with. Mm -mm. Style of music. What, What style of music is this? Is it more turn up because it's for love mm, it's, it's really for, for just some for you my love is the name of it it's just some chill shit I want people to chill and smoke to that name of it's for you my love mm-hmm. who's it for Who who's my love <laughs> who is my love <laughs> who's my love is it for somebody to be named or is it somebody from the past? Mm-hmm. Is it from? Is, oh, this is about. This from my ex. Oh, this is about the ex. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's inspired by the ex, like you, like Adele yeah, from Clayco. Like, yeah. Right? Isn't it? Because that was like 21 was based on the ex, <laughs> I believe. For you, my love, based on your ex. Why did you feel like you needed to? It, it inspired you, right? Why did it inspire you? I feel like the relationship in general is something that inspired me because it was the realest thing to me. So I felt the need to express my feelings. Because at the end of the day, why he's my ex, I'm a fucked up individual. I got shit to learn. That's all I'm going to say. So in the meantime, I just put all my emotions all together and just said, you know, there's more people like me that's going through shit like this. Let me just say something. Let me come from the heart. 
And once I want people to feel like the same emotion. You feel me? I want people to be like, you know, because when I recorded this shit, you got a lot of people just in the in the same situation as me, just looking like down. I felt that. Meaning they had relationship issues. Yeah. Your relationship issues, you feel like are more than likely. Are they? Are you saying they're relatable kind of issues that yeah. people can have, or are you saying that you're going to? So when you make this music. You're going to be painting the picture about your particular relationship and everything that went on with it and what you learned from it and how you grew. Mm-hmm. For you, my love, a, a love letter by Santana. That's the best kind of love letter, Santana. No, for real. The the uh, the goodbye love letter. Mm-hmm. Now you got all your thoughts out. Do you feel like you are able to heal? Once you get all these thoughts out, once you get this EP done, do you feel like you'll finally be over? Over? Do you think that will put the end to the chapter of that situation? I don't really know. Like, I feel like only time will tell, honestly. Because when I love, I love hard. So I got to see. Scratch <laughs> this love. shit. Get off this sympathy shit. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> so. Your music that you have right now, right? Mm-hmm. It's going to be on some Summer Walker kind of vibes that we're that we're yeah. talking about. Throw names out there. Yeah. What are you going to do for the turn up side? Because I know that you still you talk oh, about the parties man. that you're going to have for your birthday. What kind of song you going to have? Songs that you can play at your birthday on your on your on your tape? Hell yeah. Well, not on my tape, nah. But that shit going to come after that. Okay, so more to turn up. Okay. So now this is just a concept album. Yeah, this the one is just starting off because you know I sing, but I also rap. So the turn up side definitely gonna be different. It's gonna be a whole nother side. People not gonna expect it. I'm gonna feel like people not gonna expect it. <laughs> Derek, though, can't wait for it. You gotta get some people that don't expect coming up in the future, right? Mm-hmm. You have the for my love EP. I what? got two different kinds of stories, you know. What's the other story? What you mean? Just how I grew up, how I was, what I was dealing with, what I shouldn't have been dealing with. <laughs> business-wise, what are you going to be doing outside of the music? What are you going to be doing business-wise mm. in the future? What are some things that you would like to do? Well, you know I cook. No, I didn't know that. No, you, you cook? Yeah. What's your favorite style of food that you cook? Mm-hmm. I like to make... Seafood. Nah, I'm not gonna say seafood because everybody gonna say shrimp and all that. Ugh. Nah. <laughs> but I like to make like Italian food. Um, I just got into making like Chinese food, Asian cuisine. Hmm. But for the most part, it gotta be like really gourmet because I really like fancying up plates and whatnot. So I'm trying to get uh, my food off and then. I want to open a restaurant, you know, long-term goals. That's dope. That's dope. It's going to be a, a Italian kind, Italian food restaurant, you thinking? <laughs> Just everything. I'm cooking everything. Who are some people, who are some moguls, right? When you start talking about doing music and you start talking about restaurants, you start talking about being a mogul. Who are some people that you look to? that you would like to work with in the future? Some people that you look to like, yo, 
they're doing dope stuff. I like to align my brand with their brand coming up. I feel like in general, I always want to be with the big ballers. <laughs> talk about it, baller talk. Yeah, like Jay Z be saying some smart ass shit. Don't nobody be listening to him though. <laughs> you feel like Jay Z don't get that? That's my favorite rapper. Yeah. Jay Z is my favorite rapper. Point blank. Period. You feel like the the youth would be better if they had more hove in their life? Yeah. Or they, I feel like they're looking for another generation of hove, but they never gonna get though, because <laughs> there's nobody talking about what he's talking about. Yeah, one, it, it, it is rarely rare. I mean, it is really rare to have a a, scho- a scholar hustler billionaire mm-hmm. from the projects in America. Like this is extremely rare. We might be watching Mark Twain right before our eyes, and we don't even know it. <laughs> You got to think about it like that, like 75, 100 years from now, people will be like, and this was the Reasonable Doubt album. Let's tune in to this. This is where him and Dame got along. And then he, like, it could be a whole curriculum on Hove. Hove is going to own a sports team pretty soon. Shout out to Hove. Mm. Yes, he's going to own it. I'm calling it here first on my podcast. We're going to say, oh, going on a sports team. I mean, it's so good to see someone come from where you come from. And they're doing fantastic, you know. A lot of these New York rappers, especially in his time, didn't make it. You feel me? Mm-hmm. A lot of them didn't make it. So it's just so crazy. <laughs> I'd be like, yes, yeah, sir. <laughs> you go, boy. <laughs> go, hope, go, hope. <laughs> So this this is gonna be a network opportunity, Santana. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and network with the people. Tell people what you want them to be tuned into. Okay, y'all listening? So I have my EP coming out for you, my love. Keep a lookout for that in May for sure. Follow my Instagram at Nine Red Lives. Follow my food page at Eat Up Bay and order you a plate if you want to. Fuck with me though. My name is Santana. Thank everybody for tuning in to BDD Radio. May all your pain be champagne. May all your tears be tears of joy. Peace.